This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. Baseball is in full swing. NBA playoffs are heating up. And your NFL team is gearing up for training camp. Listen to the latest on the teams you love here on the Odyssey app. The biggest sports radio stations in the country providing unrivaled local coverage of their teams all in one place. Exclusive interviews with players, coaches, and team executives streaming live and always available on demand. Stay in the know with your favorite teams right here on the Odyssey app. Sports Radio 101.9 FM. The Fan and Sports Radio 66 WFAN. 942 here on this Friday evening. Final a couple of minutes of JJ After Dark. It's John Zestremski right here on the fan. So how bad have the unlocks of the week been this year? I don't think I've ever been off to a worse start over three weeks to start off a year in my life. 3-11-1. and one. That's right. I'm sure many of you are laughing right now as you hear it because I'm laughing right now myself. 3-11-1. and one. So I am confident in saying there's truly nowhere to go but up. We got a full cast of characters ready to go. And I'm ready to go because I'm feeling positive vibes. You know, it's a long season. And I'm taking inspiration from the New York Yankees. They flipped the switch, right? Went to Cleveland, did what they needed to do against the Indians. Maybe week four will be the time I can flip the switch. So without further ado, let's get it. The week four edition of the world famous Unlocks of the Week. Thank you, Paul Rosenberg. Well done. Well done. Maybe this will be exactly what we need. We got five games for you, Vegas style, as always. Let's start game one. Jimmy of Long Island brought this up, and I'm rolling with them. I love the Cincinnati Bengals laying three against the Jacksonville Jaguars this week. Why? Because Jacksonville is not very good. Their defense struggled mightily last week. It has struggled all year. It's the perfect get-right spot for a rookie quarterback and a team searching for their first win. I think it will be a big day for Joe Burrow. I think Joe Mixon is about to come alive. And Jacksonville's just not good. So I'm getting the Bengals only winning by a field goal all over it. Give me the Bengals laying the three in game number one. Game two, I don't like how public a side this has become, but I'm rolling with the Dallas Cowboys laying a four against the Cleveland Browns. Cleveland in their two wins. Remember, Cincinnati and an ugly game last week against Washington. Now you're putting Cleveland on the road. I think Dallas will be able to make plays against that defense. And I also don't feel ultra confident in Baker Mayfield and company taking advantage 
of the Dallas secondary. I think the Dallas front seven comes to play. I think you get a big effort out of the Cowboys. I'm laying four. I like it. Give me the Cowboys here in game number two. Game three, I hate giving you such a public side. If you listen to this show, I normally never go near these sort of public plays, but I love this game. I think Arizona lane three and a half is a good play. It's a good spot for Arizona against the Carolina Panthers. Yes, they're going West Coast to East Coast, but they're coming off a tough loss. I don't think Carolina's defense is going to be able to handle Kyla Murray. You heard Jason Katz talking up Kenyon Drake. And if the Cardinals are the team that I thought they were, this is a game they win and they win comfortably. I'm only laying three and a half. I think this will be a 28-20, 28-24 type of game. I'm rolling with Kyla Murray. I'm rolling with the Arizona Cardinals to get the three and one on the year, and I'm going to lay the three and a half. Now, let me acknowledge the fact that two of my losses this year, not to make excuses, have been with the Chicago Bears. And they've been with the Chicago Bears overcoming massive deficits. I'm sick of it. I think they're the most fraudulent 3-0 team. I don't care if they're making a switch to Nick Foles. I think the Colts will be able to have success. The Colts will be able to run the football. I think the Colts' defense has come on these last few weeks. I'm sorry. I'm not buying the Bears. And maybe this is emotion kicking in. You're telling me right now the Bears are going to be 4-0 to start this year? I just don't see it. Betting on Phillip Rivers is usually a dicey proposition, but remember, Phillip Rivers went into Chicago last year as a member of the L.A. Chargers and beat the Chicago Bears. So I'm doing it for the third time. Hopefully the third time will be the charm. I am taking the Colts laying two and a half against Chicago. Last but not least, Seattle and Miami. This is the sucker bet of the week. Line opened at six and a half. It dropped to maybe five and a half in some places. We have it at six. This is going to be a tight game. There are going to be a whole lot of points. It's going to be back and forth. Wilson is going to light up the Dolphin defense. But Ryan Fitzpatrick is going to make plays against Seattle. No Jamal Adams. Parker gets cooking. Gesicki gets cooking. Williams gets cooking. Does Wilson probably take the ball last possession, lead his team down the field? Probably. But I'm getting six. Done. Give me the Miami Dolphins plus the six. Remember, this line open at six and a half. 71% on Seattle and it goes down. To me, that's all you need to know. So this guy's part of our football picks each and every football Friday. Even though it's an off night, he's ready to rock and roll. That's when you know you're a team player. Nittany Lion, Mike Fliegelman. What's happening, brother? Not much, dude. This is a little weird, but uh, I can't really complain. I've got the NBA Finals on one TV. I've got the Padres and the Cardinals on another TV. And then I'm here making football picks with you on the phone. So you can't really beat that. That a boy. That's what you call multitasking right there. And, Mike, listen, you have not gotten off to the start you would have liked. But it sure beats me. I mean, I think, you know, a blind squirrel might beat me at this point. So what do you have here for the audience in week four? All right, well, looking to build on another week. I thought I might have a shot of finally going over 500-3-2 last week. Didn't work out. 2-3, got to build on that. Game number one, I'm with you on this game. I like the Cowboys, minus the 4.5 against the Browns. Everybody's kind of throwing the Cowboys in with the rest of the slop from the NFC East because non-Cowboys fans like to make fun of the Cowboys. 
but they're not like the rest of the teams in that division. There's nothing wrong with going up to Seattle and losing to Russell Wilson, especially the version of Russell Wilson that we're seeing this year. I think they bounce back in a big way against the Browns. I like them to win this game by more than two scores, and they'll start to separate themselves. It's early, but from the rest of the pack in that horrible, horrible division. Game number two, another game I'm with you on. I love the Bengals minus the two and a half against the Jaguars. I think this is not just a big moment for Joe Burrow to really come alive again. I think this is the game where Joe Mixon gives you his first real big effort of the season. The Jaguars against your Dolphins last week finally showed you the kind of team that I thought they would be heading into the season. I think that week one effort against the Colts was a fluke, and I think the Bengals get going in a big way. The first win for Joe Burrow, and I think they beat the Jaguars uh, definitely by more than a field goal. Uh, So I'm taking them. Game number three. I'm eerie a little bit of laying the seven points here with the Bucks against the Chargers because of the injuries to Chris Godwin and Scotty Miller, but I just think the Buccaneers are kind of getting going a little bit with Tom Brady. Even saw Gronk get going a little bit last week. I didn't love what I saw from Herbert in game number two for him at home against the Panthers last week. I was totally wrong on that one, and I don't know how he'll fare against this. I can't believe I'm saying this, but this Todd Bowles coach defense in his only his it was game. painful for I you to say that. Be fair, Fleegs. That was painful right there. Yeah, that 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 one hurt. Uh, of course, you know, just for a Jets fan, there's got to be some kind of bad moment in this. That was painful. But uh, in Brady versus uh, Herbert, I'm going with Brady. Seven points. I thought this spread would be a lot higher, to be honest, after the way the Chargers looked last week. I thought this would be like nine and a half. So I'm going to lay the seven. Game number four, I'm taking a team that you have been rolling with. It seems like most of this year. I thought you would be on them this week a little bit. I'm surprised you aren't. But I like the Detroit Lions plus three and a half at home against the Saints. I just haven't been that impressed by the Saints without Michael Thomas. Drew Brees does not look like the same player. I'm a little eerie of this because the Saints still do get to play indoors. But I think the Lions are a very live underdog in this game. I might even be throwing something on the money line. I'm definitely taking them plus the three and a half. And game number five, I hate laying the wood like this. It's a huge spread. But I think the Ravens are going to be so ticked off at the way that Monday night game went against the Chiefs. They're going to come out angry, and they're going to come out and take it out on a poor Washington football team. Dwayne Haskins looked lost last week. The turnovers, there's no Chase Young for that defensive line, which would be Washington's one strength. I think the Ravens are going to be able to run the ball at will. I think Lamar Jackson will also give you something in the passing game. And I think this is the kind of game where they win like 42-17. Uh, bad news for you, Fleeks. I agree with you on every single one of those picks. So that either means I'm going to get hot in a big way or the futility is going to continue. So thank you for checking in. We appreciate the time. And hopefully, considering that you and I are rolling together on two of these games, let's make it a winning week, all right? Listen, here's what I know. It's a Sunday where I don't have to watch the Jets. It's already a winning week. And I know Paul Rosenberg agrees with that. Oh, I'm sure he does. All right, Fleeks. Enjoy your weekend, baby. Good stuff from our good pal, Mike Fliegelman. And we have a guest picker joining us today. Because he is working with me and because he may like to throw a couple of beaks down, Paul Rosenberg, your season debut, no pressure. The bar is being set so low. It's like working on the Jet staff if you take over for Adam Gase. So nothing to worry about. Well, I can't be any worse than Adam Gase, that's for sure. Nobody can. The guy is the worst. Anyway. In a weird news, we're going to be, it's, the three of us are going to be together here on a few of these picks. Nice. All right. Family. I like yes, family. Yes. Uh, I am also on the cards minus three. I, I just, I, I just, I'm all in on Kyler Murray. 
I think they're going to be angry after last week. And I, I don't trust the Panthers at all. So it's, it's a very basic concept with me. I just don't trust it. That's game one. Game two, also with Fliegelman laying the two touchdowns at the Ravens. I think Lamar Jackson puts up four or five scores this week. He's going to run all over them. The Washington football team doesn't have a quarterback right now. Haskins is brutal right now. So, and you might even, maybe you get an Alex Smith sighting, but I still like the Ravens by two scores. Game three, just because it's me and I like to mix things up a little bit, I'm going to go over 54 and a half. I had a total. I like it. A total. We're going total and I have two props. The total over 54 and a half of Seattle, Miami, all over that. I think that's a really high scoring game. Smitty talked about it earlier with you. I'm with you guys on that. Very high scoring game. I'm going to, with that, Russ Wilson, over two and a half touchdowns thrown. is plus 140. He has... Five touchdowns thrown, four touchdowns, and four touchdowns. This Miami secondary is not going to stop this guy. The guy's the MVP right now. The guy cannot be stopped. You have Metcalf, Lockett, everyone in lockstep. That's pick four. Pick five locally, Daniel Jones, over 18 and a half rushing yards. That's minus 115. He has 49, 21, and 22 the first three games of the season. 18 and a half is a bit low from my viewpoint. So I tell, I will take the over 18 and a half on Daniel Jones. Job well done, Paul Rosenberg. Rosie giving us two props. Wilson over touchdowns at two and a half. Jones over rushing yards. I really like that one at 18 and a half. You have the over for Seattle and Miami at 54 and a half. Ravens laying at 12. Rolling with me with the cards. Laying three and a half for Fleegs, Dallas, Cincy, Tampa. Detroit plus three and a half and Baltimore. Now, I failed to mention our leader in the clubhouse right now and a good friend of mine who has continued in this pick segment from a distance. And I'm wishing the great maestro Harris Allen a very happy birthday. But Harris going heads up with me, taking Seattle. He's rolling with Tampa. He's rolling with Baltimore. He's got Vegas in an upset. And he's got Kansas City laying the seven points. And, of course, last but not least, hopefully, Mr. Cold as Ice can finally have a winning week. Dallas laying four. Cincinnati laying two and a half. Indy laying two and a half. Arizona laying the three and a half. And the Miami Dolphins plus the six. There you have it. The week four edition of the Unlocks of the Week. Always... A little extra pep in my step when we could go through those picks. Always fired up for those. And I'm hopeful that I might have put the uh, kibosh on the Tampa Bay Rays. Now, is there a chance in hell I would put a shekel or two down on Tampa? Never. Never, ever, 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 ever. Never go against my own team from that standpoint. But not in love with the Yankees in the series. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcast. You'll be glad you did.